I did actually make a note that this movie would make a great drinking game. Oh, yeah. Like one of the things could be like you do a sip every time someone gets slapped. Yeah. Yeah. I would do that only if I were already drunk. Yes, you'd have to have already gotten drunk. (laughs) (laughs) To be willing to watch this movie. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. That actually, I feel like that's a good you know, a good threshold of like, okay, how drunk am I? Am I drunk enough that I would want to watch the movie Circus again? I should probably stop drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, absolutely. Agreed. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. I'm Kim. And I'm Katie. And we're here to talk about singing and dancing and Bollywood boys. (sighs) Yeah. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yet more Bollywood boys who uh, have been intentionally switched at birth. Yeah. Um, This is clearly a big issue uh, and someone needs to do something about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) You know, I don't want to start it off on a negative note, but... But where else do we start it in the case of this film? Circus. <laughs> yes, we watched Circus and we had such high hopes. And I confess that, you know, I expected it to be a bit goofy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also expected it to actually have something to do with a gosh darn circus. I feel like you're demanding too much right there. <laughs> that a movie called Circus have anything to do with a circus? <laughs> like... I don't want to say it was bad. You can say it was bad. It's not good. <laughs> I yeah. I actually, why don't we start there with the circus thing? Because, you know, we used to read the plot descriptions for the movies at the end of the episode prior to talking about it. And then also at the beginning of the episode where we talked about it. I think we do need to revisit the Netflix plot description for this one. Yeah. Netflix says, Chaos and comedy take the spotlight when a ringmaster and his band of acrobats set out to revive the fading culture of classic circus entertainment? Yeah. Who wrote that? (laughs) Like, what movie did they watch? Because it was not this one. Yeah, and I wish I had seen that movie. (laughs) Yes, me too. Like, spoiler alert. But I really thought, okay, there's this whole switched at birth plot point. That'll be Mm -hmm. fine. But like halfway through, they're going to find their brothers and then they'll band together to save the circus. Like, yeah, this will be the plot of the first half and then we'll get into circus stuff for the second half. That's what I was expecting. Yeah, it was crap. I'm sorry. (laughs) I the only good thing about this movie is the dance number with Deepika. But you can just watch that without watching the movie. And we will. (laughs) Oh, my God. I do think it's worth noting that this movie is apparently the fifth installment in the Golmall series of films. Yeah. What? um, (laughs) All of which were, I guess, directed by Rohit Shetty. And they were initially based on Shakespeare's comedy of errors. Yeah. And it sort of feels like they forgot to, like, have much of a plot behind the errors in this particular flick. Um, Yeah. And... We'll get into it, but there's a lot of miscommunication and confusion, and I could have been there for it if they did that, like, three times. Yeah. 
But literally, that is the whole movie. You know what I was thinking? It's like, you know that the one scene in Kalhonaho, the like dinner scene where, yes! you know, they like everybody's going to the wrong houses. Which was houses hilarious. And, like that, that scene is so incredible. The, the vibe of that scene is what this entire movie tried to be. Yeah. And it's just too much because there's nothing grounding about this no. movie. There's nothing to really like cling to, to be like, I have people who I'm rooting for. Yeah. I have things that I'm excited about. No, it's just like completely ridiculous and none of it's good. Yeah, no. <laughs> so uh, let's get into it. Let's get into it. <laughs> okay. So yes, this movie Circus stars Ron Veer Singh, mm-hmm. whom we love, and who, contrary to the films that we've watched on this podcast, is a good actor. Yeah. <laughs> um, Varun Sharma, mm-hmm. Pooja Hedge as Mala, Jacqueline Fernandez as Bindu, mm-hmm. again, severely underutilized. She's a phenomenal dancer. and Yeah, they didn't have her dance at all. Nope. And then I also wanted to put a spotlight on Sanjay Mishra, who plays Bindu's dad. Mm-hmm. And then Johnny Lever. Yeah, Johnny Lever, incredible. Yeah. Love him always. And it was directed by Rohit Shetty. Uh, who should be ashamed of himself? <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand what happened. You know, just one more thing about this plot. I was just thinking about it. Never before have I watched a film where literally nothing happens, and yet... So much happens. Yes, I completely agree. (laughs) (laughs) You know? That should be the Netflix plot description. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing happens, and yet too much happens. Yeah, exactly. Oh, God. Okay. So we open in 1942 at a Bangalore research facility where scientists are talking about in vitro fertilization, specifically this one doctor who I... This is Dr. Roy. That's right. We'll call him Dr. Roy. Mm-hmm. But so Dr. Roy is talking about in vitro fertilization and all these other doctors are raising concerns about bloodline. It's basically the nature versus nurture conversation. Mm-hmm. But so Dr. Roy runs an orphanage with his brother slash friend, Joy. And two different sets of Identical twins are dropped off at the orphanage, and Roy takes the opportunity to test his theory on nature versus nurture by swapping the babies. So mm-hmm. he mixes these babies up. But so one set of twins is adopted by a really wealthy couple from Bangalore. Another, The other set of twins is adopted by circus people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, they own a circus. That's <laughs> But yeah. both parents decide to name their sons... Roy and Joy, after the two men who run the orphanage. Both of the boys played by Ramveer Singh are named Roy, and both of the boys played by Varun Sharma are named Joy. So these babies grow up. Also, the doctor is just kind of, let's just assume he's continuing to keep an eye on everything. All of the events yeah. that happen over the course of this film, like Dr. Roy is present, sort of watching from the sidelines. So I'm just mm-hmm. going to kind of forget that He's there. We're just assuming he's there. (laughs) But we see the circus twins, because I also, now I denote them by circus twins and Bangalore twins, or circus boys, Bangalore boys. 
Uh, I think that's fantastic. (laughs) So Joy of the Circus Twins is almost electrocuted because he's standing in like this tiny little pool with like this CGI elephant baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And like, I don't know, a power cord snaps and is like heading towards him. And yet his brother Roy grabs it and stops it and doesn't react to like this super strong current going through his body. Yeah. Meanwhile... Bangalore Roy as a child just gets electrocuted. Which this I I I I actively hate this plot line. Yeah. It reminded me of Judva too because I tried to watch that and then the second that one of the twins got hurt and the other one experienced his pain, I was like, this is not science. This is not real. I hate this. <laughs> I think I find it really interesting that that's the reason that it bothers you cuz I don't mind like, I don't mind suspending my disbelief uh-huh. for, for that. But what does does bother me is the idea that someone is causing someone else pain without anybody really knowing about it or consenting to it. Mm. And also the fact that the doctor knows that this is happening. That's but true. He's not clarifying anything. And Bangalore Roy is fine every time he gets electrocuted, but he still has to live his life, like, electrocuting people all the time. That's, like, a huge plot point of this movie. Yeah, I also don't know how he doesn't die. Yeah, exactly. Circus Roy isn't just, like, sticking his finger in the side of a light switch. Like, he's doing some major voltage. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. So, you know, I get it. They're not gonna kill him. That, That would ruin the movie. But yeah, so this just happens that the circus Roy doesn't get hurt and everyone's like, whoa, he's got this amazing power. Um, but they grow up and this must be, I don't know, like 20, 25 years later. So it's probably like sometime in the mid sixties and we see the circus and the final act is announced and it is circus Roy shocking himself. Um, the whole point is like that these people are coming to watch someone not get electrocuted. Yeah, it's not a good closing act for your circus. <laughs> no. <laughs> but see, even now I was like, okay, we're seeing a lot of stuff. We're seeing guys get shot out of cannons and we're yeah. seeing like acrobats. And so I thought, okay, all right, we're getting into the circus part. Exactly. No, I will say that this is Ron Veer's entrance into the film as grown up Circus mm-hmm. Roy and his arms do look great. They do. Yep, I made a note about that. Clearly, (laughs) clearly they want us to think that because they spend a lot of time on it. But I'm like, he's still not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I'm not impressed by this act. No. Yeah. And then we flash to Bangalore Roy. So at the same moment that Circus Roy is doing his final act, Bangalore Roy is at the library slash bookstore. But he like shocks some people and there's chaos ensuing because he's knocking things over and everyone's like oh my god Roy stop Mm -hmm. Um, he's a menace to society (laughs) but then he leaves the store with his brother Joy and he says he's so excited to get the new book by Colonel Vikrant Colonel Vikrant is actually the I I did think this was funny coming off of what we recently talked about but yep It is a pseudonym for a female author named Mala, who also happens to be married to Circus Roy. This part's great, right? But again, why is it in this movie? Right. (laughs) It's like, this is the kind of stuff where I'm like, you had, you were creating material that you could have actually done something really 
fun way, yeah. but you chose not to. And don't expect this whole book thing, Mala being a secret actor, uh, actor, a secret author, to come up again until the very end. And it literally serves no purpose, but... Yep. No. Whatever. So now we're on Mala, Circus mm-hmm. Roy's wife, and we find out that she wants to go to the Bangalore orphanage to adopt a child for her fifth wedding anniversary with Circus Roy. Circus Roy says no, because he believes that he can't get loyalty from an adopted child because loyalty and love are only transferred through blood, which is funny because he himself is adopted, which I guess he doesn't know. I I was like, that's the only way. Like, he must not know that he's adopted. Yeah. And their parents are dead at this point. Yes. So he and Mala have a fight, but they end up making up and it's fine. Then we get our first dance number. Um, it's it's fine. I I like yeah. the classic vibe of it. Mm-hmm. This is where we get introduced to Bindu. Yeah. And I love her outfits. Yes. Her outfits are really cute. Really um, great. And I made a note here. I've already decided that her outfits will be my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Because, yeah, at one point she's wearing, like, a pink bow shirt with like a pink and gray striped skirt or something yeah she's got a lot of like the sort of mini flared skirts yeah and then the high heels and the big hair it's very she looks very cute this look really yes for her (laughs) agreed and yeah that's literally the highlight of this dance number otherwise frankly I find it fairly forgettable Um, agreed and you know honestly I was watching it I was like this is this feels fairly normal for, like, kind of an early dance number establishing characters kind yeah. of thing. I was truly shocked by the lack of dance numbers in this movie. Yeah. Like, there, why wasn't there a dance number about the circus? Right. So here's also my secret hope that I hadn't really wanted to voice to myself, but is truly how I was heading into this movie. Mm-hmm. I hoped and frankly expected this whole movie to basically be a movie version of the circus song from Krish. Yes, same. That's yeah. what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, that was what I was thinking about too. Yeah. I loved that. It was not. No. So yeah, after this dance number, we see that Bangalore Roy is being followed by two men in a car. Um, he ends up going to the movies with his brother Joy and his girlfriend Bindu. Uh, and when they come out of the movies, these two men in the car like, approach him, he shocks this older man sitting in this car, who we then find out is Bindu's dad. Mm -hmm. Um, And he's creeping because he's like, Roy's not good enough for my daughter because he has seen Roy with another woman. Weird. (laughs) First confusion. (laughs) Um... But so then Bangalore, Roy, and Joy have to go to Uti for work, and Uti is where the circus is. Yeah. And Bindu's dad sends his right-hand man after them to keep an eye and make sure that, like, you know, let's get evidence of this affair. Mm-hmm. Then, like, they're on the train, and there are some thieves who lost some money. And honestly, we could have done more with the thieves. I That was, like, one thing that I was like, okay, this could be kind of funny. Like, these bumbling yeah. thieves... Well, yeah, no, I I liked the thieves. I liked Momo. I liked his hair. Yep. 
I was convinced that this actor must be related to Johnny Lever yes. <laughs> because he has like the same voice and the ex- and like plays a Johnny Lever type uh, character yeah. so well. Um, he is not no, but um, I I was like this man is clearly inspired by by the best. <laughs> yes, um, which and is I great. also really liked when they see that the guys Roy and Joy have like. 500,000 yeah in cash and they're like we only need 50,000 we're not gonna steal all of it (laughs) right yes because these thieves were running away from the police and the police got their money because they had stolen 50,000 rupees to give to their like kingpin boss guy Mm -hmm. Bangalore Roy is in the bathroom while these thieves are talking about this so he knows what their plan is essentially But his brother Joy doesn't know, so he befriends them all, which is a mistake. But so the thieves then try to steal the money while the boys are sleeping, but then their plan is thwarted because at the same time, there is like a circus performance going on. And so Circus Mm -hmm. Roy does not get shocked, but Bangalore Roy does. So right as the thieves are leaning over him, he electrocutes them. You know, I just had the thought that if it's always the last act of the circus, it'd probably be pretty consistent, like, when in the day it was happening to Bangalore Roy, and he could probably just, like, plan around it. about it. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. like, not not touch people at certain times of day. (laughs) Yep. But, I don't know, I guess they never thought of that. No. They Um, didn't have clocks in the 60s, so they couldn't tell the time. Who knows? (laughs) Just, everyone was just, it was a lawless land. (laughs) So Roy and Joy scare off the thieves. They safely get to their platform in Uti. And then as they're on the platform after getting off the train, they are met by a policeman who greets them by name. Uh, And so basically there's just like multiple mix-ups that happen in this scene. We're not going into all of that. But Roy, Bangalore Roy, ends up very confused at the end of it. And he hypothesizes that everyone's part of one big gang. That it's like this conspiracy. (laughs) So they should be really careful. So they check in at their hotel. Meanwhile, Mala and Circus Roy get into another fight because he breaks his promise to go to the orphanage in Bangalore. And so to make up for that fight, he goes to get her a diamond necklace with his brother Joy. Because, you know... That's a great replacement for a child. Yeah, totally. A diamond necklace. (laughs) I was also thinking, like, this is a super lucrative circus. Yeah. Circuses, I feel like, don't generate that much money. This is clearly not a failing circus. Yeah, which... (laughs) Like, why did they even put that in the plot? I really thought it was failing. Yeah, I got so confused. They have a beautiful home. Like, their circus is on, like, this huge tract of land. Uh, yeah with like a 50 foot cutout of yeah circus roy in front of it like yeah. what it's whatever so he's buying this like when i say massive diamond necklace this thing is massive I, yeah he's clearly very well off yeah meanwhile like it, i also got confused as to which which joy is which i was like what is that happen- confused me multiple times too yeah because we then see circus joy try to deposit some money in the bank. But I thought it was yes. Bangalore Joy because that would Well, have... and so did Bangalore Roy. <laughs> I know! <laughs> it would have made so much more sense. But no, it's Circus Joy. 
Then the train gangsters see Circus Joy and mistake him for the Bangalore Joy. Mm-hmm. And so they're all driving to the circus home, is what I call it. But Bindu's, like, dad's right-hand man also joins in on the chase. Mm-hmm. And then everyone's very confused as to why Joy has gone to this house when he should be staying at this hotel. So right, it's whatever. Everyone's getting confused including the audience (laughs) yeah (laughs) nobody has any idea what's going on oh god and so then circus joy talks to mala about her fights with circus roy and then he leaves her with this money i don't even know where this money is from what's it for i don't know but she's like yeah i'll keep it safe and the train thieves state their plans to come back later that night and steal the money We then see Circus Roy and Joy go to a restaurant to see Roy's childhood friend. And we get a dance number called Current Laga Ray. Let's take a minute to just appreciate (laughs) this golden moment within this pile of horse crap. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't even no, know. No, it was to say it that. was so good. It's so vibrant. I love yeah. watching them dance together because mm-hmm. this is the dance number that has Deepika. I I don't think we even have to state that this is both of our favorites, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they have such good chemistry, even dancing Too much together. Chemistry. And I really so loved good. like the booty slapping that yep. she did. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. It was just fun. It looked like they were having a great time dancing mm-hmm. together and it made me really happy. And I wish that they had just released that dance number and then been I, like, nope, this yeah. movie's not happening. I did write in my notes here that I could have watched just two hours and 20 minutes of that dance number. Yeah. Like, that would have been great. And then I remembered that that's just the movie Ram Leela, <laughs> <laughs> which I still need to watch. Um, but. I do. I want to talk about Ron Veer here for a little bit because again, we've watched these two movies that really do not show off his skills as an actor. Yeah, um, he is a really good actor, and I love <laughs> Ron Veer Singh so much. And this, this dance number, like this was him. This was my boy. I yeah. was like just so excited to see him in his element. Like if you watch his face for the whole thing, he's doing a different expression every yeah. moment, doing a different fun thing with his face. I love, again, I talked about this before, but his ability to dance in character is really, really excellent. Yeah. Not that he had a character in this movie, but, like, he chose a character to be for this dance number. Yeah. He them for the whole point, for the whole number. But this is a dance, you know, it's another of these dances that requires kind of less precision. Mm-hmm. It's more, like, boisterous and energetic and kind of less refined like we saw in Malal and I love that Ron Beer can do that yeah. and we will see in future movies <laughs> that we watch with him that he's a great like precision dancer as well mm-hmm. um yeah I just I love it so much there's a really great single shot moment that happens where they're kind of dancing around the stage and Ron Veer hops on one foot for like a really long time yeah yeah it's great loved this dance number do plan to watch it again and again oh yeah I I made a note that it's like it's gonna be one of those numbers where I watch it and then I'm like well this movie wasn't so oh no but I actually don't think that (laughs) yeah you will always (laughs) never forget (laughs) yeah (sighs) but yeah it was great I agree Ron Veer Singh was dancing fantastically Mm mm-hmm we are through the beautiful golden moment of this film. It's all um, downhill from here. Yep, we're back at it. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting through 
sewage. (laughs) Okay, it wasn't that bad, but I don't recommend it to anyone. (laughs) No, never. Yeah. Continuing on. Circus Roy and Joy leave the restaurant just as the Bangalore boys arrive and encounter Auntie, who I missed the relation that this older woman has to Circus Roy and Mala, but she is on their side of the family. Like She's also the homophobic housekeeper from Calhoun Hill. Oh my god. Yeah, so I immediately didn't like her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not her fault. She's a good actor. She's a good actor, yeah. I'm sure she's a nice lady. I hope she's a nice lady. I'm sure. Let's give her the benefit of the doubt. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. She's like, why are you here dancing? Mala's sad. They're very confused because she obviously thought they were the circus boys, but they are taken to the circus home where they meet up with Mala. They are now super convinced that everyone is in a gang, and they're convinced that Mala is the Dawn. Mm-hmm. Which, sure. I- <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> and then there's this whole thing where Bangalore Roy gets taken by Mala into their bedroom. She starts coming on to him because she thinks he's her husband. And it's supposed to be funny and it's just not because, like, he doesn't want it. He feels like he's being harassed. Yeah. And she thinks that's her husband. <laughs> she doesn't know who this man is. So it's she's not consenting to it either. No, it's, it's all very, bad. it's uncomfortable. Very but, uncomfortable. As this is happening, we see the thieves from the train sneaking along the roof. Mm-hmm. And so as this is all happening, too, Bangalore Roy meets up with Bangalore Joy, who's just hanging out in the living room. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's just looking at the family photos and is like, wow, that's weird. That guy looks exactly like <laughs> my brother Roy. So they're both shocked by the resemblance, but they don't seem to question it beyond that. No. And then meanwhile, Mala and Auntie make dinner. But as they've, like, they're saying, like, okay, dinner's served, the, the train thieves come break through the, the roof. There's, like, a hole in the roof that they fall through. They demand the bag of money. Mala thinks that it has her diamond necklace in it because she mm. knew she was getting a diamond necklace. The train thieves think it's the bag of money that was dropped off earlier. Really, this bag is a bag of money. <laughs> so stupid because i was also like this diamond necklace doesn't even make an appearance at the end of the film either nope but so then the thieves lock the women in a different room and then the bangalore boys move against the thieves someone's butt catches on fire because there's like a fire i did note though i'm glad that this unlike other movies we've watched these boys are not inexplicably good fighters no they're just normal Yeah. yeah they're just slapping people yeah it's great And then simultaneously, we see Circus Roy and Joy went to the diamond necklace place. And the lights keep flickering. And they're like, yeah, I don't know. It's been doing that all day. I'm like, why? Why is this happening? (laughs) But Circus Roy is like, well, I guess I'm an electrician since I don't get shocked. He just walks over to the fuse box and like reaches in with his bare hand and like pulls on stuff. Mm-hmm. So he gets electrocuted, but of course he doesn't get electrocuted because Bangalore Roy gets electrocuted instead, which works out in his favor because he's currently fighting the thieves. And so then the thieves all leave. Then Auntie and Mala lock the gate because they're like, that was scary. Let's, let's keep any other thieves out. And then Circus Roy and Joy 
are driving back from like the necklace shop because they couldn't bring the necklace home actually because a diamond just like fell off of it. Why? I don't know. Bad jewelers. Oh my god. I just You know what this movie was trying to be like? This movie was trying to be like Ludo. Yes! I actually was gonna tell you it was like it's trying to be interconnected and it's bad. Yeah, it's real bad because there's not they don't think through anything far enough to have it actually mean something. <laughs> no, I, I was like, I am having as complicated of a time describing this plot as you did with Ludo. But at least Ludo made sense. And was at least good. it's a good movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you have the worst of both. worlds. My God, I know. Right okay, so. Yeah, the circus boys drive up home, but they're like, weird, the gate is padlocked. I guess Maul is mad at Roy still. That kind of sucks. We're going to have to talk about this. I'm having problems in my marriage. <laughs> <sighs> um. Oh my god, and at the same time, Bindu's dad drives up because yeah, his right-hand man had called him to say, yeah, we saw, I saw these boys go into this house where the other woman lives. So Bindu's dad is here to confront Bangalore Roy, but he meets up with Circus Roy and they get into like a whole miscommunication fight that ends up with people slapping each other. Mm-hmm. But then in the next scene, the other bright shining light of this film, <laughs> we get Johnny Lever. Yes. It's fantastic, and he looks great, and it's his birthday party. Um, He is playing, like, this king of thieves named Holson Dada, and he is great, as I stated. (laughs) (laughs) But the train thieves show up to the party, and Holson Dada is all excited because he's like, you're my protege, Um, but... The train thieves obviously are empty-handed, and they're like, yeah, we tried to bring you a gift, but it got taken from us, and then let me show you all the pain we've been through. And he just points to the moon? Yeah. <laughs> like, what, is, what is this? I don't know. I don't know. Because again, it's like, these moments I would find funny if the rest of the movie had been better. But because it wasn't that... good, I have no tolerance for these yeah, no, same. excessively goofy moments. Yeah, I wish that, like, the thieves and Johnny Lever as, like, the head thief, I wish that that had been the source of comedy and conflict. Yes. Like, they could have just had it all kind of come back to that, had there be more plot outside of that with the brothers and with the yep. circus. Yep. But nope. Yep. Nope. Polson Dada recognizes Roy, obviously, as the circus guy. So he's mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going to get revenge on this man for hurting my thieves. Can I say one other thing that I like about Polson Dada is that he won't let people touch his feet. Yeah. So, like, you know, we've seen this before that this is a way of, like, showing respect to someone, showing reverence to someone. You touch their feet and... He won't let people touch his feet. He tells everybody to touch their own feet. Yeah. He's like, you got to respect yourself. You got to <laughs> revere yourself. And I just love that. I mean, that's Yeah, great. no, he's like, he seems like he's a nice king of thieves. Yeah. <laughs> like a true mentor. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And then we see that the next morning, the Bangalore boys are sneaking out of the circus house and they make it to the road where they run into the diamond cellar. 
mm-hmm. who's like, oh, yeah, hey, here's that necklace we fixed up. And the Bangalore boys are like, what, what is this? We don't know. We'll just take it to the police station. It's fine. We're heading out of town. Like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> we were just kidnapped. Bangalore Roy was almost, like, sexually harassed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they decide to leave. But as that's happening, the circus boys enter the hotel lobby. They see Bindu's dad at breakfast. So Circus Roy goes over to apologize for slapping him. But Bindu's dad gets upset all over again, and he ends up insulting Roy's mother. And then Circus Roy slaps him again, and here we... Like, it's a lot. Um, (laughs) You're doing so good. But so then the Circus Boys leave the hotel to head home. On their way home, they run into Polson Dada, because he's on the prowl. Mm -hmm. Um, He accuses them of slapping his protege. And so Circus Roy is like, that old man? Like, that's weird. (laughs) Um... There's a whole other misunderstanding, of course, because obviously the circus boys don't know anything about the thief plotline. This misunderstanding ends with Polson calling Roy a clown, and then Roy using a nearby electric box to shock Polson and his goons. So then, before they could go to the train station and head out of town, the Bangalore boys had to go back to their hotel to get their stuff. But that's where they run into Bindu, because Bindu mm-hmm. has arrived because her dad called her there. Roy's super excited to see her because she's his fiance. but she slaps both him and Joy, and she's like, I know everything, I know you've been married to this other woman for five years, and you have this whole house, and you have this whole circus. Now, one would question how he has time to just go to the movies with her in Bangalore <laughs> if he also has this whole family and life in Uti, but yeah. whatever. So Roy denies everything that Bindu is accusing him of, and he tells her that he was kidnapped the night before by a Don. <laughs> and then Circus Roy has this assistant who enters the picture. Her name is Lily. There is a funny moment where Bindu's dad calls her Billy and then there's just the sound of a cat and it made me think of your cat. Oh, I didn't notice that. That's fun. Yeah. I was fast forwarding through a lot. (laughs) Good for you. I mean, I wish I could, Kim. I wish I could. (laughs) But so Circus Roy's assistant is like accusing Bangalore Roy of betraying his wife, which Bindu, of course, takes as confirmation that he does have this wife that he's been cheating Mm -hmm. on, like with her. So Bindu breaks up with Roy, and her dad insults Roy's mom again, but to this different Roy, so then Bangalore Roy slaps him. Um, Mm -hmm. There's just a lot of slapping. A lot of slapping. Mala meets up with Circus Roy there. They have a whole conversation because she reveals... Mala's the only one who kind of has some depth to her. Yeah. Because she has hobbies, and she's like, (laughs) I was really worried that because I can't have children, you were going to leave me for someone else. And he's like, absolutely not. You're the most important thing in the world to me. It's very sweet. Like, this was the one moment that I was like, oh, okay. Yes, I (laughs) agree. This was was a good emotional moment. Yep. You know, there there was some meat, there was some depth to it, and then they just undermine it. it. Yep. just rip out the rug from under us. Yep. Because so Roy is like, okay, I actually promise we will go to the orphanage this time. Because he's realizing that having a child is really important to Mala. But then Bindu saw the whole thing. Why is she at the circus? She already broke <laughs> up with her boyfriend. I don't. 
She was like, I just I just broke up with my boyfriend. I need something fun to do. I'm going to go to the circus. I'm going to go to the circus that I believe that my boyfriend runs. Like, what? Maybe she saw the thing of him and she was like, I got to go check this out. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and Bindu is like, Mala, I get it. Like, Roy only wanted to marry me so that he could give you a child. <laughs> I'm like, all right, that involves kidnapping. Like, that's a whole thing. It's not like she's going to get him pregnant and then he can go back to Mala. (laughs) You know? Whatever. Wouldn't that be a good plot twist? Uh, Yeah. Um, But yes, uh, so everyone makes a scene and Bindu's dad is there again and Circus Roy ends up hitting Bindu's dad again. You'll notice, is it sounding repetitive? Because it is. Oh, we're almost at the end, friends. Okay, so... The Bangalore boys are heading to the train station, but then on their way, they see the giant cutout of Circus Roy standing outside of the circus. Obviously, they are interested in this because they're like, oh my god, there's that guy again that looks like me. But they go in to investigate and they are entranced by the show in the big top. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Polson Dada and his goons show up to confront (laughs) them because they're here too. I think this was the moment where I wrote, oh my god, everyone is fired, just go home. Yes! Like, I think that was the moment. Seriously. Um, So there's this big confrontation right as Circus Roy steps on stage to do his, like, not get electrocuted thing. Mm -hmm. And he does it, and then the two Roys see each other, and Circus Roy invites Bangalore Roy on stage, and then the two Joys meet each other as well, and everyone's like, oh, there's two of each of them. This makes so much sense now. My first thought when the two Roys saw each other for the first time was that, are they going to kiss? I mean, yeah. (laughs) Right? If only they weren't brothers. Yeah, no, and I'm not going to say I wanted it to happen, but that was the first thing that came to my mind. Apparently, Ranveer Singh has a lot of chemistry with himself. They were looking very intensely at each other. Yes, very. It's like you wonder, does Ranveer Singh sometimes just practice his smolder in the mirror? Oh, I'm sure he does. (laughs) I have no doubt. (laughs) Although now that he and Deepika are married... um, You think he just practices it at her? (laughs) Yeah, they just smolder at each other all day long. (laughs) wow. Chemistry off the charts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but so after the circus show, everyone basically just sits around and apologizes for their various wrongs. Yep. And I really feel like this scene is just an excuse for them to show their special effects. Mm-hmm. Yep. I get it. It's like one actor playing two parts, and then you're having them like shake hands or put their hands on each other's shoulders and like, ugh. <laughs> Um, and then Bangalore Roy finds out that his sister-in-law Mala is his favorite writer, Colonel Vikrant. Yep. And the doctor, Dr. Roy, shows up to explain that he switched the babies at birth because everyone was so obsessed with bloodline and caste and religion, but this experiment proves that the upbringing is what matters. Mm-hmm. Well done, doctor. Like, you caused a lot of I- issues. I know, and I think it's really important. I'm glad that you didn't bring up all of the times that he shows up throughout the movie. And also it's important to re- to remember that that happens because he had so many opportunities where he could have just cleared this up 
right away. And it's not even yeah. like he's a stranger. He's been a part of these men, like all four men's lives since they were born. Yeah. But he doesn't step in at any point to say, like, I actually know exactly what's going on here. Um, you can stop slapping people. You can stop getting slapped and you can stop breaking the women's hearts that yeah. you love. What I don't understand, because I think he started this experiment planning to tell them when they reached the age of 30. Yes. You probably could tell someone once they reached the age of 20. You know, like you probably yeah, you have enough data earlier. Yeah. 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 Circus Roy and Mala do end up adopting a child. And in the end of the film, we see five orphan children show up at the gates of the orphanage, which is a reference to a film called Gomal again, um, mm. which I was like, why is this here? I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe if we had seen the other movies, we Maybe. would. But we haven't, and we won't, and we don't. <laughs> no. I do, okay, I want to say two things about yeah. just the overall plot of this movie. The whole surrogacy thing. Yeah. It's really weird to me that that's where this movie started, because mm -hmm. that is kind of the opposite argument for adopting children. Mm -hmm. And I don't attach any value to either of those choices. Those are two different journeys that people can choose to go on for their own reasons when they want to have children. But you would go the surrogacy route if you wanted a child that was of your own blood, and you would go the adoption route if you didn't have a preference. And it's weird to me that they were trying to say that they were the same thing. Yeah, I agree with that. I hadn't really thought about it, but... Let's be honest, it was all over the place. I don't think Very it knew place. what it was trying to convey. Yeah, no, I completely agree with that. Um, the other thing I wanted to say is just, I don't understand why they even had the character of Joy. He did nothing throughout no. the whole movie. He had even less of a character than Roy did. And here they have, like, Varun Sharma, he's been in some good, funny stuff, and, like, he's been funny in stuff, and I'm yes. like, you could have... Had him be funny in this, but nope, you just chose to make a bunch of offensive jokes about Yeah, his body. it was a lot about his weight, and I was like, I again, that's just not funny. I Yeah, for a movie that came out in 2022, I mean it was never funny, but like I felt like we were pretty well past the point where anyone would think that it was funny. Yeah. It's all just it's just a lot of very cheap humor. Yeah. I'd say this is our first out and out failure. <laughs> I have no idea. I don't know what anyone was thinking. No. I don't know what the writers, the director, the actors, I don't know what anyone was thinking creating this movie. Yeah. Just bad. <laughs> oh, what boy. did you research? Well, yeah. So there were a few different things that I thought about researching, but I decided ultimately to look into the doubles trope Great. in Bollywood movies. Happens a lot. Yeah, we've, it's one that we've seen a ton, and in our podcast alone, we've seen it in, in varying iterations, <laughs> but we've seen it in Om Shanti Om, we've seen it in War, we saw it in Ladies vs. Ricky Bell, and now we're seeing it in Circus. And um, Kahona Piarhe. Yes, okay. Sort of. That was, oh, okay, that was okay, different. I forgot to mention. And then there are others that I'm going to talk about, too, that kind of bring it up in in other ways. But yeah, you're absolutely right. Kahona Piarhe should have been on that list. Yeah, so it's it's super prolific, and I just kind of wanted to do some research about where it came from, why it's so popular. So uh, there's lots of possible inspirations for where this comes from. Um, an article by Richard Allen points to the Hindu Puranas as a possible source, and the Puranas were 
a series of stories about gods that were written sometime between the 3rd and the 10th centuries. Mm. Really big span of time, but somewhere in the <laughs> 1100 years they were written. Yeah. And these contain numerous examples of mistaken identity, of manipulation via impersonation, um, not to mention the gods themselves, in a sense, duplicating themselves mm. to take on an earthly form. But so evidence that this existed in Hindu literature for, for centuries before we started to even see movies being made. Um, but obviously this happened a lot outside of Hindu literature. And I think anyone can name examples of where they've seen this in movies and mm -hmm. in literature and just kind of across genres. One example that Alan, the author of this article, uh, drew a particular attention to was Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Mm. Um, Jekyll and Hyde is specifically a doppelganger story. And we do see that that term is used in circus to describe the situation that is arising with the, the two sets of twins. Now, yeah. that was in the subtitles, and I didn't go back and listen to hear if it's actually in the dialogue. Um, right. So I'm not going to blame the writers for this, but doppelganger isn't really exactly what's happening in a twin yeah. doubles story. Doppelganger more specifically refers to, quote, a single self divided by an interior conflict. Um, or Wikipedia defines this a little more generally as a biologically unrelated lookalike, okay. which I relate more to like what we see in war. Yeah. Like, that's more of a doppelganger situation. And Alan himself is, is writing this article and referencing doppelgangers in Hindi cinema. Um, now, Katie, I'm going to read you a list of three movies, all mm -hmm. of which you have seen, and I want you to tell me, other than doppelgangers, what is what do these three movies have in common? <laughs> uh, and the three movies are Bazigar, Duplicate, and Fan. Yeah, Shah Rukh Khan! Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> I was actually... Because the entire time I was watching this, I was also thinking of, like, Duplicate is actually very fun. I mm -hmm. really enjoy it. Um, talk about a guy who knows how to do this trope well. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And he's done it many times. Because yes. <laughs> in addition to these three that I agree are kind of more... Well, I actually haven't seen duplicate or fan but based mm -hmm. on what you've shared about me it does make sense that he's putting them more in this kind of doppelganger yes area. they are like, not related to each other yeah yeah and bazigar it's not even really a double it is more like he's two different internally people. yeah 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 but so we've also seen Rukh have a duplicate thing going on in dawn mm -hmm. he's used to this kind and of thing. you know what? all those films it. that you've mentioned i'm into i enjoy mm -hmm. yeah yeah, it can be done well. Yes. And Doppelganger also, there's connoted within that there's like a good versus evil sort of thing mm -hmm. happening. There's usually like a good a good one and a bad one. Yes. Victorian literature was also really into twinned characters, particularly where the two are from drastically different social and or economic backgrounds, like the Prince and the Pauper, for mm -hmm. example. And even though it's not a double scenario, I noted that Shezada is, is a good example of this kind of a trope, um, yeah. as is the Telugu film that Shezada <laughs> is ripped <laughs> off of. Yes. Um, and then I also read an article by Sonal Pandya 
who attributes a more recent Western inspiration for the popularity of the twin trope in India. Um, there was a novel written in Germany in 1949, which the English title is The Double Lottie, or is also called Lottie and Lisa. Mm. And this book was the inspiration for the 1961 film The Parent Trap. <gasps> Oh. Which, of course, was remade yes. to great success and acclaim <laughs> in 1998. Um, India capitalized on the popularity of this with the Tamil film Kuzandayam Devamam in 1965, and then with the Telugu film Leita Manasulu in 1966, and then again with the Hindi film Do Kalyan in 1968. Wow. Now, I want to point out that this is maybe a little bit different than some of the the remakes that we mm -hmm. talked about previously, because all three of those Parent Trap-esque movies were made by the same two directors, okay. um, R. Krishnan and S. Panju, who they kept making it in new languages to just keep like capitalizing yeah. on the success again and again. Um, and both the Tamil and the Hindi films were very successful and actually launched the careers of the, the young actors who played the you know, the Lindsay Lohan character. <laughs> okay. Maybe we should watch one or more of those. Yeah, no, point. I think it, it sounds like a lot of fun. So Pandya also notes that uh, Indian cinema made the twin genre their own after this initial wave of the these parent trap-esque films by adding tropes like, quote, scheming relatives, kidnappers, and street smart allies. So, you know, they took what was becoming popular in the Western world and they gave their own spin. Yeah. Obviously, circus falls into the twins category when we're mm -hmm. talking about like where it falls in the doubling tropes world. But I think one of the reasons that it falls flat is that it doesn't give us any difference between the two sets of twins. As we've talked about, neither set really has much personality. Mm -hmm. um, and I do feel like in moments, Ranveer tries to distinguish between his characters. If you notice, he does a little bit of a different voice for Circus Roy yeah. versus um, Bangalore Roy. But uh, yeah, d not not great. And I did. Um, there was a quote from an article, uh, a Cinemazzi article. This isn't about circus, but it felt very relevant here. Talking about doubling movies and where they sometimes fall short. Occasionally, scriptwriters have been at such a loss to create situations of conflict that leave alone being two sides of the same coin, the double role turns out to be viewing the same side of the same coin twice. Yep. This, of course, becomes very trying for the viewer, for it is agonizing enough to see an actor ham it up in one role, but to see him hamming it up in two roles in the same film is outside of enough. Yeah. yeah. And that's where I think we see Shah Rukh Khan in his double roles mm -hmm. that he's had before. He usually has the really cool, competent, villainous side, and then he's got yeah. the sweet, kind of bumbling... You see every facet of Shah Rukh Khan's, like, yes. acting ability, which is really fun. But I agree, mm -hmm. like, if they don't have that big of a distinction, it's just boring. <laughs> it's just the same thing. And there's no really clear way to distinguish between the two characters. I also just, circling back to Circus, I wish that they had even just had them dress in very different yep. styles. Because yep. yep. I got so confused because they had the, they had the exact same facial hair, mm -hmm. same outfits, generally speaking. And that same um, Cinemazzi article was saying how a lot of 
these early examples of the doubling when it was really super popular, they were just people like wanting to show off their cinematographic skills of being yeah. able to have like the person be on the screen twice at the same time. Yeah. Um, so, and that's definitely what we saw here in Circus. And again, in the 90s, it kind of made sense, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> even yeah. now, we know you could do that. Like, we've, all, we've seen it so many times. We've seen it done really well so many times. Yeah. We don't need to see it again just for that reason. Um, quick fun fact about twins, though. There's apparently a city in Kerala in India where 10% of the population are twins or triplets or wow. you know, of a multiple's birth. And I just want to throw out there that Kerala sounds like a really rad place. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I do research, something cool about Kerala comes up. So uh-huh. that's fun. So one last related trope that I want to mention here is that of the mistaken suitor. Um, and this harkens back to stories from the Hindu Puranas, which we, mm-hmm. I mentioned earlier, where the gods are seducing desired mortals or seducing one another by taking on the identity of the target's spouse or lover. Like and the I Haley. Kind of, that's literally, yes, that was one of the examples of this, yes. <laughs> Um, so, um, I, I did think it was fun to know that Hindu gods did this too, because of course I always think of Zeus when I think of, you know, gods doing bad things to really sketchy, do more bad things. Um, and the, the writer Alan notes that in Indian cinema, they're, they're quick to make this trope accidental, um, to preserve everyone's honor. Mm -hmm. Um, and they, that was where he referenced Paheli. It's like, it's fine because she thinks that it is her husband. Right. Um, which she doesn't for a lot of it, but it's okay. Um, (laughs) we'll talk about that when we watch Paheli. Oh, I'm so excited. But when we do broaden the scope of like doubles, tropes to include the mistaken suitors suddenly we can include even more of our past episodes in the list of doubles movies we've watched we can add kalhonaho to the list Uh we can add davite ishk to the list we can add rrr to the list if we include friends as spouses which yeah i think we can yeah um we can include ekta tiger we can include bareilly ki barfi they all bring (laughs) those elements in somehow wow yeah now, in terms of why this trope is so popular um, and why it takes so many different forms in Indian cinema, that same Cinemazzi article that I referenced earlier lists cost as a motive. Um, they were fairly critical of this trope. So you only so have to pay why. one actor? Exactly. Yeah, it's like you get two for the price of one, kind of, is their thinking. Uh-huh. Um, but that does leave out some of the ones where we're not quite quite doubling but are still kind of adjacent to the trope like movies like Shazada um Mm -hmm. but another reason that the Allen article noted was reincarnation you know and obviously Om Shanti Om the doubling in that movie is a direct result of reincarnation that's just one of many examples where that is literally what is happening yeah Um, also kind of kahona pyar hey even though it's not reincarnation it's still yeah there's still a bit of that vibe still confused as to it's it's never explained (laughs) (laughs) um it's it's kind of it, it makes sense when you think about you know a society where so many folks believe in reincarnation they may also be more accepting of a trope that suggests that the same soul could exist in more than one place or that a single being could manifest as two separate souls. 
you know, that, that all kind of tracks. Yeah. Um, and I know that not everyone in India believes in reincarnation, but, you know, it just, it, it does make sense that with many people being Hindu, that they may be able to see that. Uh, right. And, and appreciate that in other forms. But yeah, that's, that brings me to the end of my research. Wow. That's fun. Yeah. It was fun to kind of learn about uh, the trope and. I, I like <laughs> that. And I like that you know, you drew a through line through a lot of the films we've watched so far that I had not previously been aware of. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was it was fun. The The Allen article was really good. And yeah. when it mentioned Bareilly Key Barfi, I was just like, oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I love that movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It'll be interesting to see how that trope pops up in future films. Yeah, definitely. I'm sure that we will will be seeing it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great. Okay. I don't have any Bollywood news. Do you? I have two things that I was going to say. One is an actual piece of Bollywood news, which is that Shah Rukh Khan's movie Javan is coming oh, out in yeah. September. Yeah. And I wanted to mention this because I remember him dropping like a teaser, not an actual like edited teaser, but like a visual teaser from uh-huh. this movie several months ago, but I had confused it with Patan in my head. Oh, and so like yeah. I had forgotten that there. Were, so I didn't realize that there was going to be another Shah Rukh Khan action movie coming out at the end of this year. I was just like, those were the same movie. You know what? I think I did that too. It's like this one is the he's like all covered in bandages. I am now watching the little like teaser. Yeah. That's kind of scary. And it's and when I when I watched Patan, I remember thinking like I thought there was going to be a thing where he was like wrapped in bandages and wasn't he like super evil and kind of crazy? <laughs> but I think that's this movie. <laughs> I I think so. Well, I'm super excited about that. We should probably be able to watch that that in theaters. I would think so. That seems to track with the other things that have shown in the theaters near us. So yeah, so that was the that was my one piece of actual Bollywood news. I also just wanted to share like kind of a Bollywood fun thing, I guess. Because okay. <laughs> this feels like the appropriate uh, space for me to talk about this. But so I'm a huge fan of the television series Psych. Mm-hmm. I grew up watching it. It was like the thing that got me through middle school. I, and I've also been listening to uh, two of the lead actors from that show do a recap podcast. Yeah. And I had completely forgotten that there was a Bollywood episode of Psych. Really? Yeah. And it was called, I think that, I think the title is like a Bollywood homicide, maybe. And Sendil Ramamurti mm-hmm. is in it and stars in it. And I, you know. He's super he's cute. <laughs> all over the place. So handsome. And yeah. I actually had him, uh, he was like a guest on the podcast episode as they were talking That's through so it. Apparently fun. he's still good pals with everyone. But. I wanted to just talk about, so this is a little bit of just like gushing about Psych uh-huh, <laughs> real quick, sure. but in a, in a Bollywood adjacent way, uh-huh. because that episode of the series was written, directed, and it also starred three different Indian American men. Great. So in addition to Ramamurti, who starred in the episode, Jay Chandrasekhar was the director of the episode. And then Psych had a staff writer who was Indian-American, wrote the episode. His name was Anupam Nigam. Okay. So three Indian-American men wrote, directed, and starred in the episode. And this was an episode of television that came out in, like, 
2009 right that's what I was gonna say I'm like and they did it right (laughs) yeah and what's even more fun is that they did the opening titles of the song in Hindi so they had like a, a, a Hindi playback singer yeah performing the musical number and then they wrote all of the actors names like all of their title cards in Devanagari so that it like you could actually see like you know James Roday, right. Dewey Hill, but written out. It was just really cool. And That's I, really fun. And it just made me like respect and love this show that I've respected and loved for many years. Even right. More. Is that in one of the later seasons? It's in the fourth season. Okay, so I probably saw it. Yeah. I don't think I ever finished Psych. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I'll and have to rewatch it. And it's also like it's so late that I'm bringing this up because that was, came out years ago, and even the episode of that <laughs> podcast came out months ago. But, but still, I just listened to it for the first time the other day. <laughs> we're but up on our cool. news. Yeah, we're we're so so up on our news. Yeah, I have nothing to bring to the table. You have so much to bring to the table, just nothing in terms of Bollywood news. All shucks. Don't sell yourself <laughs> short. <laughs> what I can bring is a plug for our Instagram. Excellent. Our Instagram is Two White Girls Talk Bollywood. It will be interesting to see what we post about this film. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's the best plug you could possibly give for our Instagram. If you're a listener who doesn't follow us on Instagram, go there right now to see what we came up with for Instagram. Uh, Yeah. And by we, I mean Katie. (laughs) I don't know. We'll see if inspiration strikes. Um. But yeah, follow us there, uh, like our stuff, comment, send us a message. Also, if you wanted to subscribe or rate or leave a review on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on, that would be wonderful as well. We always appreciate that. We love hearing from people. Um, You can also join us on YouTube and Spotify. We have playlists that we keep uh, over in those spaces. They're both called Bollywood Bangers. And so if you want to follow along, we add the songs that we pick as our favorites from each of the movies we watch. Uh, We add them to those playlists so that we can watch the videos and listen to the songs in a nice, convenient place. But... Looking ahead, because we always like to to look to a positive future. <laughs> yeah. We're we're watching another new movie for next week. And this one actually got good reviews. <laughs> Excellent. Very Thank excited God. to hear that. <laughs> but we'll be watching two Juti Main Makar. Yeah. It just looks really colorful. Mm-hmm. It's starring two of our faves. Ranbir Kapoor and and Shraddha Kapoor. Yeah. No relation. relation. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm excited that this is our first Shraddha. Yeah, me too. I gosh, the trailer is playing on IMDB and I just saw her and she looks gorgeous. I mean, yeah, obviously. So does Ranbir, but uh, yeah. Excited to be watching a movie with two of them and I'm glad to know that this one at least some people have thought that it was good, and I hope that we do as well. It seems like the kind of thing that'd be right up our alley. It can't be worse. That <laughs> is <circus>. so true. <laughs> that is a low bar, but that's really all we're looking for at this point. I mean, yeah. So IMDb says madness ensues when a, quote, player in the world of romantic relationships finds a girl who's a worthy opponent that believes love is a battle of wits. 
And gosh, is that just exactly the kind of plot description that I get excited about? <laughs> yeah. No, it seems very promising. Um, yep. But so the Netflix synopsis is to earn extra cash, Mickey helps couples break up. But life gets complicated when he falls for Timmy, a career woman with an independent streak. That sounds great. Yeah. And this, I don't think it had been on air when I said this before, but when we were talking about what we were going to watch, I was like, this is the reverse hitch, right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love that. Because <laughs> it really seems that way. So yeah. that's the view with which I'm going to watch this film. I think that's great. And I I love Hitch. And I love a woman who I'm going to guess that she has more than an independent streak and that yeah. she is just an independent woman. But that's yep. my prediction. I, I think that's a safe, good prediction. <laughs> great. I yeah. am really looking forward to it. As we mm-hmm. said, there, we can only go up from here. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Let's all forget that this <laughs> happened. <laughs> Let's all remember nothing but the Deepika Ranveer dance number. Yeah. We'll hold that in our hearts forever and the rest of it will just toss right out the window. That's the bathwater. We've kept the baby. Here we are. Oh my God. Thank God, right? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So with that, we'll see you next week. Mm-hmm. And until then. Um, until then remember bollywood doesn't need us Mm -mm. and to be frank we did not need this particular bollywood film agreed but in general generally speaking we need bollywood correct (laughs) (laughs) Uh.